Like every Tuesday, we've had a day to just reflect, watch, smile, tweet about everything involving the Arizona Cardinals starting 4-0. And now Cliff Kingsbury is the odds-on favorite to win Coach of the Year. What the hell is happening? Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, it's Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, fine. Rise up, Red Sea. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, Locked On Cardinals. Thank you to everybody who makes Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day. We are free. We're free. We're free and available on all platforms. It's been a day. This is our reflection day. We record our Monday podcast Sunday afternoon or Sunday night, depending on when the game ends. And it's still the same. It is badass through four weeks of the Arizona Cardinals are 4-0 and looking like a top three team, if not a top team in the NFL. Uh, Bo, I, I looked at betonline.ag to prep for this show because we love betonline.ag. I'm going to ask you right away. We can talk about stats. We can talk about some things that aren't so great because it's not perfect right now. We'll push that towards the end of the towards the end of the podcast. Cliff Kingsbury is the odds-on favorite to win Coach of the Year through four weeks. What in the sweet mother of everything is happening? He was, I think, fourth or fifth on the list before the season started. I'm yeah. most likely to be fired at around twelve or fifteen to one, depending on the book you looked at. What has happened? What has happened? What has happened? The Arizona Cardinals offense has been electric through four weeks of the NFL season, but that's it. If it would, whatever horrible, you know, hypothetical scenario that would end the season today would make Cliff Kingsbury. Yes. Through four weeks of NFL action, the head coach of the year, but there's a long way to go. We're a quarter basically through the season. Uh, and there's a long way to go. And one of the things that we are looking forward to, as far as Cliff Kingsbury in year three, and we have our checklist was that the offense was going to be this calling card. You said, what's your, what's your saying? If the offense is in the calling card, finish yeah. it off. Go ahead. What the hell is Cliff Kingsbury doing here? Right. Okay. So that seems to be, they're on track for that. They were on track for that last year. It, it was a good start to the season. Now being able to make the adjustments as the NFL adjusts the Arizona Cardinals and they're on tape and there's plenty of film out there of Kyler Murray and his is him improvising out there and then also the scripted plays and how they play out, how NFL defenses adapt. Cliff Kingsbury in this chess match has to keep up with that. And that's that's the big part of this. So if he wants to continue to have, you know, to be the odds on favorite, he's going to have to continue to coach his coach out of his mind. Uh, and you know, so far through four weeks, I think that that's, that's where it should be. But at the same yeah. token, you know, am I, am I running to betonline.ag to empty my bank account and, and cash in on Cliff Kingsbury, the, the odds on favorite? No, not, not yet, but I am, uh, I am absolutely optimistically, uh, happy where good old Cliff Kingsbury is through four weeks of this NFL season. One of the biggest, you know, storylines questions we just like, if he had the weapons, what could this offense look like? And I guess we're seeing. Now, the Rams the Rams defense obviously isn't as dominant as it was last year because you can't pay everybody. Um, but what the Cardinals have shown through four weeks is that they're playing big boy football. 
They're playing playoff football. And every second you can watch the Arizona Cardinals play playboy play boy play uh playoff football um is a good minute. You know, it's a step forward. And Cliff Kingsbury looks confident. I mean, he he equated himself to Ted Lasso in Sunday night's press conference, which was funny. <laughs> um, you know, it's because it's funny, like I the He's gaining the NFL's respect. He's gaining, you know, people's respect. He doesn't really care. But, you know, the the respect part is he equated himself to Ted Lasso because he's like, people are asking, why the hell is Cliff Kingsbury here during his introductory press conference? Just like Ted Lasso in the show, watch a damn show, do yourself a favor. But it's like he's being existential. He's being flippant about his plight because he probably would tell you, I probably wasn't the best guy for the job when he got hired, but that's kind of in the past, and I'm sure we're jumping, putting the cart uh, the cart in front of the horse a little bit because it's only been four weeks, but it's been a hell of a four weeks. 440 yards of total offense, 35 points per game, and with Kyler Murray as the maestro, the, the ceiling just has been shattered, and there doesn't seem to be a ceiling for this offense. Right. You know, it's it's a great brand of football to watch. This is not a team that's just doing everything to win. They're doing it in a spectacular fashion where you're seeing just unbelievable play after unbelievable play. They're throwing it deep. They're making defenders miss. They're challenging star defenders. And uh, it's just looking great out there. I mean, and winning remedies everything. Like right now, if if Cliff Kingsbury called himself the lovable Ted Lasso in a press conference, people would have jumped him so quickly. Like, how dare you, sir? say that you are that lovable character played by Jason Sudeikis. You are not Ted Lasso, but now people are like, ah, yeah, I can kind of see it. But at, at the same token, like Cliff Kingsbury, I think had to learn uh, just as much as he had to learn through the, uh, just the on in, in the game, just how the ebbs and the flows of the game go and making adjustments and all that, but also off the field, how to uh, kind of not care what people are saying about you and just continue what your you know plan was and see it through. And I think he's like, okay, I, he, he said it before the season started or he said it before a game. I think it was against the Tennessee Titans. He was like, I was fired from my alma mater. Like that's about as bad as it gets. I've faced that already. So I'm not scared of, you know, the Tennessee Titans and Derrick Henry. And I'm paraphrasing there, but yeah, for the most part, that's what he said. Yeah. Alex Clancy, Bob Rock, follow him at Bob Rock. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Please uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. I mean, we have we had no idea this. Like, this is happening so fast. Um, we're just going to show up every day and do the best show we possibly can, and we really appreciate everybody that's along the ride uh, with us. We truly are. We, we don't say this just because we have to, because we don't. Uh, we appreciate everybody. Like, this is this is so fun, and it's so great, and we we appreciate everybody who likes our brand of commentary and analysis and boasting dumb. Sh you know, it like it's. It's a nice, it's just a really nice thing to be able to experience from our end and hopefully from yours as well. Um, Kyler Murray is not the odds on favorite, according to betonline.ag, to win the MVP. Um, and the power rankings are coming out because we, we record this on Monday to play for Tuesday. The only reason I'm telling you this is the power rank is going to come out tomorrow, and we are going to give our prediction as to where we think the Cardinals are going to be. And if the 49ers are somehow going to find their way ahead of us, uh, ahead of the Cardinals, because even with two losses, uh, and, you know, maybe we'll give a little tip of the cap to, Sh to Kyle Shanahan for being, you know, beneficiary for the Cardinals benefiting.
from Kyle Shanahan being the head coach of an interdivision rivalry. Uh, Alex Nancy Bobrick, Lockdown Cardinals. We'll be up in just a second. First, betonline.ag, the aforementioned betonline.ag. If you want to put a couple shekels down on Cliff Kingsbury, a plus 600 to an NFL coach of the year, you can do that at betonline.ag. BetOnline's your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season with a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, contests, everything. BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Go to the website or use your mobile device today to receive your 100% welcome bonus with promo code Locked On. It switched. It was NFL 100. Now it's promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. Again, go to the website or use your mobile device today to receive, oh, I'm sorry, a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit uh, using promo code Locked On. 50% promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, Locked On Cardinals. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So I tweeted out after the game on Sunday that the Los Angeles Rams will 100% still be ahead in the power rankings come Tuesday, even though the Cardinals beat them. Tampa Bay wins Sunday night football against New Orleans. They have a viable shot of being ahead of the Arizona Cardinals uh, come Tuesday with power rankings. Bo, it doesn't matter, okay? Just people are reaching. We know it doesn't matter. Watch the games, but it's interesting to see the national perspective of a team that's on the rise. It wasn't necessarily expected to have this much of an impact this soon with, you know, even, even the updated offense. Who is ahead of the Arizona Cardinals, Bo, come Tuesday in the NFL power rankings? Let's say just the four-letter network. ESPN power yeah, rankings. Yeah, so me trying to forecast what they're going to uh, have as yeah. their power rankings, not what I yes. believe. Because it, it, you're exactly right, because the Arizona Cardinals, people will find so many reasons not to put them as the top team in this power rank. They, they, they'll, they'll just look for reason. But when you have teams like the Rams, when you have teams like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Brady, you've got the Chiefs who are in the top five, and they've got two losses already. They rebounded this past weekend, but two losses already. They're still in the top five. People are like, well, you know, look who they've played. This, this happened and this happened. They'll find reasons to keep them there. And unfortunately, that's the uphill climb that the Arizona Cardinals, their fan base, are facing here. I think that the Arizona Cardinals absolutely deserve to be 4-0, the top team. At this point, they do. I mean, at this, it, there's, enough, there's enough game film, there's enough results, there's enough games in the standings that the Arizona Cardinals being the lone undefeated team potentially uh, – I think that they they should get that nod. I mean, because think about what power rankings are. I mean, you, you really want to be too smart for the room. You really want to put the team that you're going to put the Rams that they just absolutely just blew the doors off ahead of them. And then, you know, in, in that whole, you know, you, you want to play it where the Rams beat the the Buccaneers and then the Cardinals beat the Rams. It's it's just it's you're going to get you're going to get it's 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 pretty silly season within the season. But the Arizona Cardinals deserve respect. And I, I got this feeling in my stomach that they're not going to get it. Let me ask you a question. Uh, were you the class clown growing up in school? Uh, making making like, your own rules? Never the number one seed. Okay. <laughs> no. Well, I'm just asking because you completely yeah. didn't answer the question that I asked. You just make your own rules. What yeah, do you do? Keys to the game. It's like, you know what? Let me mm -hmm. pluck this color yeah. jersey and a coach instead of a player. Answer yeah. the damn question, Bo. Yeah. The question was... 
<laughs> will the Cardinals be a topic? Not what you think. I'm yeah. asking what you think ESPN yeah. will think. And listen, because I, I agree with you. The answer is no. They're not going to. Okay, they, thank you. That was yeah, difficult. Four letters not because they're going to be too busy, you know, Stephen A is going to be breaking down whether or not Bill Belichick should have kicked that field goal or not with 50, you know, from 56 yards in the rain. He shouldn't have. Uh, and he's going to be given, he's going to be putting up on a pedestal still these teams that everybody wants to anoint the Ravens, the Rams, the Buccaneers. It, it's that's the unfortunate thing for the Cardinals. Even within their division, they're not getting respect and they're four. I agree. I agree. And Kyler Murray's, uh, you know, his running mate for MVP, uh, plays for America, America's team. Uh, wow. they're three and one. The Dallas Cowboys will 100% be ahead of the Arizona Cardinals in the power rankings because they know where the money is made. ESPN, everybody, etc., knows that the Cowboys, when they're good or, you know, they have an above 500 record, they're going to get all of the pub. They're going to get all of it. So Tampa Bay is going to be ahead of them. The Cowboys are going to be ahead of them. And I think Kansas City will be ahead of them. And I, I would put the Cardinals at Cleveland. I think Cleveland probably gets it. I mean, the Cleveland was ahead of them in the last rankings. And in this, and we're going to go off of ESPN. And so both the, the Cardinals were eighth in both the ESPN rankings and our Locked On Podcast Network rankings. And and I said that earlier where I people try to find reasons not to hoist the Arizona Cardinals up. Uh, like there was a host that said, would the Arizona Cardinals even be in the top 10 if the Minnesota Vikings kicker makes that kick? It's like, that's not the question. That's not the I question. mean, no. I mean, what it's if like, they drafted Nick Bosa instead of Kyler Murray? Are we having this. It's like, shut up. And I've already got it. I've already got it locked and loaded that I'm going to, I'm going to shoot that out there. If, you know, should the Arizona, should, would the Arizona Cardinals even be up in the top five if they didn't blow the Rams out by 17? It's just like, I mean, what what are we doing here? Are we going to take what we've actually witnessed with our own eyes and we're going to take all the statistics and everything that's going to tell us otherwise or try or fit some sort of narrative just to to make some stupid uh, contrarian point or that, that you don't you didn't believe that the Cardinals were a good team going into the 2021 season and you're going to you're going to just dig in and not admit it four weeks into the year. Yeah, I mean, it's turning the college football playoff rankings where it's like, you know, you know, and because the Cardinals aren't, we know the Cardinals aren't the best team in the NFL. Just as a blanket statement, not right now, because they could be, but all in all, Tampa Bay is the best team in the NFL. I mean, I think that's fair to say, right? They brought back all 22 starters. They have some injuries. They got some young guys in the secondary that aren't playing very well and not up to their potential. Antoine Winfield just got hurt, but mm -hmm. like, I mean, they, they snuck by New England, who's not exactly a great team any longer. But if you if you need to pick one team to win one game, maybe Kansas City would be the team. Oh. Like the Cardinals aren't in the they're not in the Tom Brady Patrick Mahomes conversation. They're in the Drew Brees and Josh Allen conversation in that second tier of guys that aren't all the way at the top. So I could understand that them being five. Like if they're in the top five, you take it, in my opinion. Because that means they're getting right. enough run. And that's a bit of Stockholm Syndrome, isn't it? It's just like, hey, sure. we, we don't deserve nice things. Look at where, where they were in 2018. It, it, it shouldn't be like this in 2021 already. It, it is odd that we won't accept that this team is 4-0. and And that, uh, I mean, if, if, if the rankings were based off of what's the top team that's the scariest to face in the NFL and gives you the biggest problems, you know, matchup problems in the league, there's probably just two teams. 
It's the yeah, Arizona Kansas Cardinals City and the Cardinals. Exactly. Yeah. That's but true. Everybody's, that's true. Everybody's going to find out. Everybody's going to make their reason why not. And that's that's unfortunate. I'll be pleasantly surprised if, if they vote otherwise. And then you you mentioned, you know, the college football playoff or just, you know, top 25 rankings in general. I don't know if most people are know this, but most of the people, especially in college hoops and in college football, that's not even the coaches that are making those decisions and making those top 25 rankings. Those are the SIDs. It's not even it's, – it's just some people don't pay attention enough to even care, and they're just putting teams, you know, just by name recognition, and and the Cardinals get lost in the shuffle that way too. Yeah, and I mean the biggest farce in all of sports is how preseason rankings in college sports actually matter when the regular season starts. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's all predicated upon. Oh well, you had a good, uh, a, a good, uh, you know, recruit class, and you're returning these guys and Nick Saban, and it's like that doesn't mean anything. Like I, I, yeah. and we'll get back to the Cardinals in a second. I gotta sit in the soapbox for one second. Like, there should be no rankings in college sports until like the fourth week of football. We just need to see like who's good, who's not. Yeah, you know, it's the dumbest thing where it's like, oh, you know, uh, Notre Dame is gonna be ninth. When the season starts, cool. If they if they win the first four games, they're going to be third. It's like that doesn't mean they're good. It's stupid. Anyways, Alex Nancy right. Bulbrock, Locked On Cardinals. Please continue to subscribe. Tell your friends. Like the YouTube channel. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Follow him at Bob Rack. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Coming up next, there's been a forgotten son. There's been somebody that's been overlooked, and because the Cardinals are winning, it's not a huge deal. We're not going to go negative town. We're not going to go negative town. We're not going to go negative town, but we're not going to just rainbows and butterflies the whole podcast just because the Cardinals are four and zero. Yes, Bo, please change, please change the rules again. Anything? No, I just, I just want to also say that we've got a big guest announcement on the other side. You, could, could you tell that Bo has two older brothers? He's going <laughs> to steal the spotlight from everybody. Alex and Bo Rock, the Cardinals. We'll be right back. RockAuto.com. RockAuto.com steals the spotlight from all chain storefronts. You see what I did there? Yes. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for you to go to a local chain storefront and have the auto parts that are located in that storefront not be upcharged just because there's a shortage on everything. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions like anything having to do with a car is intimidating to me? You don't have to deal with that with RockAuto.com. I'm in my basketball shorts and my flop-flops. I go in. I'm like, listen, type, paint, cool, car, scent. It's here in a couple days. That's it. You don't get upcharged, whether it's for your daily driver or your weekend convertible. RockAuto.com has got you covered. Their their family-owned business, they've been online for 20 years, and they know what they're doing. Tail lamps, motor oil, carpet, paint, as I mentioned, they've got you covered. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about his box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. All right, final segment. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. We will be joined by. He went up the power rankings of our guests immediately. Like you know, we love having Jason Moore on when he does to do the fantasy angle. Uh, Shregs, the, the the great white buffalo, joined us once. Peter Schrager, um, but Kyler Murray's longtime friend, and most importantly, and trainer Stephen Bach is going to join us again. They met what sophomore year of high school? Yeah, Kyler's sophomore. I think that was right. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. Kyler's sophomore year of high school, and he's been with Kyler ever since. He knows Kyler Murray better than any single person on the planet not named Kyler Murray's parents. He does. I mean, he's known him forever, and he joins us with this, like, guile of – he's, like, been in radio for 15 years. Like, the <laughs> dude just knows what he's doing. He's been his trainer, everything. Bo and I talked about it, and we're like, when do we want to get him again? Because we want to hit the perfect time. What better – then right when they, you know, they eclipsed the 4-0 mark through four weeks and Kyler Murray's playing at an all-pro level. Like, I, what, are you, what are you the most excited about asking him tomorrow before we pivot to the not-so-great stuff? Yeah, I, I want to kind of uh, get into what Kyler came to Steven Bach, his trainer, his friend, uh, and asked him, hey, I want to work on this. I want to get better in this area. And how they did that, uh, as well as, you know, what what other things Steven Bach kind of threw at him and, and came to Kyler with and say, Hey, we're going to do this. This is what we're going to do to prepare you for your third season. So you can make this jump. Uh, I highly recommend if you haven't seen Steven Baca yet, we had him in, in you're new to the channel, check out our interview with him. It's in our interview uh, channel, our interview section of the channel. Uh, his name's Steven Baca. He's been with Kyler, as Alex said, since his sophomore year of high school, he's got some great stories of Kyler in high school, the Texas football legend college years, you know, how he just kind of threw it out there. I'm going to win the Heisman this year. Great story there. And then, of course, his uh, maturation, his development, his rise in the NFL. That's just really getting started. And uh, we'll talk to Steven tomorrow about it. Yeah, super excited about it. The, the one story that I remember, and he said it. So we did a two-parter, right? The, yeah. the first part was about his high school days and a little bit of his college. He goes to his defensive coordinator his first time starting in high school at, at, at Tyler High School. In, in Texas and said, give me the ball back and I'm going to score. And they were down three, three scores or something in the second quarter. And he did that three times in a row and they ended up winning the game by two touchdowns. It's a great story. Kyler Murray, maybe not large in stature compared to the uh, prototypical quarterback. Dude's an absolute monster machine. Uh, so yeah, super excited to get Steven Baca on tomorrow. So Bo, there's somebody that we haven't talked about at all pretty much after the preseason ended and some GM, one GM, one GM announced that that person would be the starter (laughs) starting week one of the NFL season. Mm -hmm. Um, Where the hell is Zayvon Collins? Zayvon Collins, 6% of the snaps on Sunday, 6% of the defensive snaps. He saw, I think 12 snaps on special teams, but not seeing a lot of playing time after being named the starter in May by the Arizona Cardinals, it's uh you, you know you, you got to believe that the Los Angeles Rams were the most talented in uh, offense and offense that instilled the most fear into the Arizona Cardinals and Vance Joseph, and maybe he just didn't feel like Zayvon Collins was ready. Um, it's it's pretty interesting. I mean, it is it is concerning. Um, you know, a couple people have reached out to me on social media about that. You know, what's going on with Zayvon Collins and why, what's keeping him off the field. There's a couple different answers to that. One first rounder, probably not ready for prime time just yet. He looked a little bit more ready in preseason than he did, uh, than he has so far. Um, and then also we have, uh, you know, just the fact that Jordan Hicks is still on the roster and he's having kind of a resurgence. He looks more spry he looks like he's in the right places and he doesn't look as beat up as he did in 2020 yeah it's uh defense is weird like you can't really you can't really put your finger right it's going so well because they've been exposed 
you know, uh, half of the year. And it it's a bend, don't break kind of situation. They're top 10 in points allowed per game. You can look at the noise and look at the yards, but it doesn't matter. Bill Belichick, yeah. you know, made his life on bending and not breaking on the defensive side of the ball. And with the Cardinals able to do that, obviously be more opportunistic. That's one thing that Bo has talked about since he joined me since, you know, 2018 was this is the one of, you know, when it comes to interception numbers, the Cardinals are always towards the seller of the NFL. Byron Murphy alone has three picks in the last two weeks, one of which uh, went for a touchdown. Like, and you know, um, uh, there was a a fumble recovery last week. Also, if they can win the turnover battle and Kyler Murray doesn't throw that many interceptions, like this defense is humming without any sort of really great standout play aside from maybe Byron Murphy. Yeah, no doubt. So maybe it's just covered up that Zayvon Collins isn't there. You're right, because Jordan Hicks is old faithful. The dude is one of the best tacklers in the league. He will be. He may have just lost a step. And Isaiah Simmons is playing a little bit better. But the fact that Zayvon Collins is completely removed from the from the defense, by all accounts, yeah. is kind of surprising. Well, let me ask you a question. What would you rather have? Would you rather have the quarterback put on his back and taken down for a sack for a couple-yard loss, or would you ha- rather have a turnover? I mean, it's easy. I mean, it's easy. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. that's what this pass rush is, is getting, and maybe that's the emphasis. Yeah. You know, J.J. Watt, Chandler Jones have been known throughout their careers as these sack artists, but they're making enough noise, at least they have in the last two games, to where the quarterbacks are making boneheaded throws, bad throws, that have resulted in three interceptions in the last two games. And that's, as I mentioned, the numbers were just, they were putrid. I mean, since 2018, since the new era of Cardinals football began post-Steve Kime, the the defense hasn't been forcing any turnovers in the interception department. It, it just hasn't. And now they have. And when you have an offense that is lethal when given that opportunity, uh, it, it's it's just it's it's backbreaking for opposing teams. That's what yeah. Kansas City can do. They're they're not these defenses that are going to shut you down and dominate a game, but they are defenses that are going to create opportunities for their offense. And that's all you kind of need right now. That's a good defense in 2021. Like the the days of the Baltimore Ravens just dominating game on the defensive side of the football, I, I'd be I doubt we'll see that really in the next 10 years before you know the NFL has a facelift again. Would you rather have an all-pro offensive lineman or an all-pro corner right now? Like oh. it's it's never been closer. I'm just saying, just yeah. hypothetically speaking, yeah, you'd tough. rather spend more money on the glamour positions of pass rush safeties, you know, come in vogue, even though Jamal, Jamal Adams isn't living up to his expectations there after getting that big deal. But like, would you rather have Rodney Hudson or Marcus Lattimore right now? Right. It's, you know, the, like I, 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 there's not a correct answer, but I mean, no, if you're going to protect your assets. You're going to want to do it on the offensive side of the ball. Look at what the chiefs did all the whole off season was offensive lineman. Yeah. I don't know. No, I mean, you do know. I mean, it's those, it's, it's pretty easy, right? I mean, the priority is quarterback. You need a quarterback to survive in this league these days. And then, you know, next on that list, trying to figure out what's more valuable is protecting that that number one asset and protecting his blind side, getting that tackle, that offensive lineman, or is it uh, is it getting that shutdown corner? And then you can look at guys who are sack artists or guys who the the Arizona Cardinals have two guys right now, Chandler Jones and JJ Watt, who are not impacting the box score as far as sacks, but they're impacting the game. And being disruptive and getting and making quarterbacks' lives a living hell. They they are. And uh, you know, if if they get to the quarterbacks, you know, does that mean less turnover? I don't know if that's necessarily 
a good thing for the Cardinals. But we'll see. I mean, I think a lot of people want to see an uptick in the sacks. And, and as far as what's coming down the pike, as far as the, uh, the San Francisco 49ers, uh, it could be some opportunities to do both. Did you see the spread already for this game? I didn't look. Five and a half. Arizona Cardinals, five and a half point favorites. The 49ers aren't a good football team. So I don't I, I don't understand why people so oh you know what? We've got a minute 45 seconds. <laughs> Bo, let me ask you this. Before we did, you know, before we cracked the mics mm-hmm. um on this beautiful Monday afternoon posting for Tuesday, um do you think it's a good thing that Kyle Shanahan's the head coach of the San Francisco 49ers because he's so bad at his job? Do you think that's a good thing? By the numbers, he right. is one of the worst NFL head coaches over the last four years. And you could blame, and you know what? I'm not going to take your thunder. Take as much time as you like. No, you know, I, I think, you know, look, the, we both feel this way. We we feel like he, the, the, it's Kyle Shanahan. I, I don't understand why people like love this guy. I like he can, he can put together a good solid looking run game. So could his father, Mike Shanahan. And he's got a couple Super Bowls with his name on it because John Elway was his quarterback. Uh, but outside of that, you know, they're good, they're decent, but Kyle Shanahan, outside of one season when they made the run to the Super Bowl, has been a failure as, as the head coach of the, of the San Francisco 49ers, and the Arizona Cardinals have reaped the benefits of that. They have. They absolutely have. They've lost three times to Kyle Shanahan. He's been at, at the, his position for four seasons, three wins and four seasons against the Arizona Cardinals. So when you ask, you know, is it a good thing if he if he stays in that role? Sure. But, uh, you know, what we kind of got this conversation going was they're already kind of getting a pass because they're getting this project quarterback that they traded all these draft, this draft capital for in the 2021 draft and Trey Lance. This is my conspiracy theory that John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan once again are taking the heat off of themselves and say, well, we can't compete now. We're we're trying to get this quarterback up to speed. It's it's just it's absurd. The pressure is off once again. For them not to perform and and definitely not have you know in contend for you know an NFC West title, but yet it's going to be the second consecutive year where those expectations were there, and they're going to fall horrendously short. Oh, but it's not our fault. It's not Somebody yet. Else's fault. No, it, we took a guy out of North Dakota State. He's like, yeah, you guys made that decision. That was your choice. You traded up for him, and you paid Jimmy G all that money, and you took Nick yeah. Bosa out of Ohio State after he missed. The previous season with a core injury, he yep. has an injury history. So does his brother. But yeah, pff, that doesn't matter in football. One of the most in the most physical game on the planet. That's not a so problem. Somebody else's fault. That felt good. <laughs> that felt really good. And on that note, on Thursday we'll be talking with the Locked On 49ers host, Mr. Crockett, and um and by Brian Peacock. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I wish we could post things. To- Alex Nancy Bobrock, Locked On Cardinals. Uh, again tomorrow it is a must watch. Steven Baca, longtime friend and trainer of Kyler Murray. He's a normal dude, and he just loves talking about his buddy Kyler, and he knows more about him than anybody not named Kyler Murray's mother or father. Please stay tuned for that on Wednesday. Uh, We'll talk to you guys then.